3: Lakers lose to the Blazers 106-101 the final score. 37-30 and on the season. Portland 38-29. and um, We know the implications of this loss for the Lakers means they're now in 7th place, means there's pretty strong likelihood that they'll end up in this playing tournament. And Portland now in 6th place. They have not only... A game, um, not only do they take advantage of the win and gain a win in the loss column, but they also have the tiebreaker now. So th- this is a significant loss. Let's just put it that way, significant loss. I'm going to throw out the phone number here real quick because I'm sure there's a lot of of fans that want to talk about this game. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-ESPN. Also, a quick shout-out, thank you to Core Seltzer. You can now stream the show on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook Live. Coors Seltzer, Rocky Mountain Refreshment, now in a hard seltzer. And check this out, every 12-pack purchased refreshes our rivers with 500 gallons of water. Now that's refreshing. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company brewed in Fort Worth, Texas. Details at CoorsSeltzer.com. We appreciate their partnership. Everybody that's streaming, everybody that's listening, obviously on 710 ESPN and the app. We got a lot to get into. I'm going to give my thoughts here, and then I'll let Laker fans, you know, obviously give me their thoughts on this game. Um... Not that upset about this loss, and I'm going to explain my reasons here why I'm not that upset. Listen, do I wish Kyle Kuzma had a better game and he didn't shoot 2 of 11 from the field and 0 of 6 from the three-point line? Yes, of course I wish that that was the case. Do I wish that that offensive interference that they called on, or the offensive uh, goaltending that they called on Anthony Davis that led to a three on the other end didn't happen and... Um, you know, obviously that's a that's a backbreaker right there. Of course, I, I wish that didn't happen. Do I wish that they didn't call Kyle Kuzma for offensive interference when it was an offensive inf- interference and then Portland comes back and it's another three? Uh, yes, that was a backbreaker. Do I wish the Lakers didn't lose this game? Of course, I wish the Lakers didn't lose this game. Caruso's late foul when the Lakers didn't need to foul and were one possession behind just need to get a stop. Lakers had chances. 100% the Lakers had chances. They fought in this game against the Portland Trailblazers. The reason why I'm not that upset is because this just shows that the Lakers without LeBron, Dennis Schroeder, THT, can hang with a legit Western Conference team without those three players. Would it be nice to have walked away tonight with a win and now you have the two-game cushion on the Portland Trailblazers? It would have. There's going to be one factor of the Lakers winning a championship this year or not. One factor. And it's not anything that happened in this Portland Trailblazers game tonight. If the Lakers are healthy, they got a legitimate chance to go back-to-back. If they're not, they don't have a chance. And the health that you know I'm referring to is obviously LeBron James. I actually think the Lakers, with just Dennis Schroeder in this game tonight... Beat the Portland Trailblazers, who have Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum and Yusuf Nurkic, are healthy. You, they beat a healthy Portland tra- Trailblazers team without LeBron James. Just give them Dennis Schroder; they probably win this game tonight. Doesn't mean the Lakers didn't make mistakes. I'm going to have Laker fans call in, and they're going to talk about what the hell's going on with Montrezl Hale. Didn't even play one minute in this game. Uh, they're going to probably talk about certain rotations. They're going to talk about critical plays. They're going to talk about Kuzma shooting. But with all that being said. The reason, Laker fans, why I'm starting off this postgame and I'm telling you that I'm not that upset about this Lakers loss is because um, Lakers had a shot to win this game. I told Michael this in the pregame show. When are we going to have an Anthony Davis night where he goes off for 40 points, 12 rebounds, three or four block shots? When is that night, night coming for AD? AD carried the Lakers tonight. Anthony Davis tonight was the AD that we're going to need before LeBron comes back and when LeBron James comes back, if the Lakers are going to go back-to-back this year. AD had 36 tonight and 12. at five assists as well, by the way. 12-23 of from the field. You don't want to see him miss five free throws when the Lakers lose the game by five. I get that. I'm not saying it's a perfect performance, but Anthony Davis was back tonight. Ad, we were a couple possessions away from everybody on this post game show saying Ad carried the Lakers and the Lakers are back. Look, they did this without you know a few of their key players, LBJ being the main one. So I, I look at this game, I see um, I see some positives that you can take out of this game, and I also see that the Blazers just have no shot of competing in the Western Conference when it comes to playoff time. They just don't. Um, these are games that the Blazers should be dominating. The way very similar to how the Clippers dominated the Lakers yesterday. That's a better example. That's elite, elite Western Conference team there would be a team like the Clippers. Okay, the playing tournament. Let me let me kind of point out what this means in the playing tournament for the Lakers. So they now move to seventh place. I don't know about you guys, but is anybody concerned that the Lakers are not going to win a game against either the Golden State Warriors, the San Antonio Spurs, or the Memphis Grizzlies? the part that will be disappointing if the Lakers are in the playing tournament has nothing to do with the opponent that they're going to play or the risk of not coming out of the playing tournament. It has to do with the fact that the Lakers will not get that week to rest. That's it. It will have to do with the fact that the Lakers will not get that opportunity to um, you know, obviously put themselves in a position where they can get healthy, they can use those days. So that part, it's critical. I, I get it from that perspective. But I'm not worried about the Lakers losing to one of those teams. You just want that time off, and that could be something that obviously um, the Lakers wouldn't get. I want to read off a couple quick tweets here. Joshua 117 on Twitter. The Lakers were injured and missing almost all of their starting five. Healthy, they would have destroyed Portland. So I'm not worried. The Lakers are the underdogs right now, and the way AD was playing, teams better watch out. Also, where was Montrez Harrell? Why didn't he play? All right, the Montrez Harrell part, I'm not sure why he didn't play. Um, I think a lot of it has more to do with just matchups. So, um, Portland's bigger than you think. Yusuf Nurkic, you're not going to put Montrez Harrell, he's not going to guard him. And Ennis Cantor is actually you're better off using Marcus Gasol in a game like this. You're better off using Andre Drummond, you're better off using Anthony Davis to kind of play out your fives. Now, the one thing I will say if you want to do if you want to find time for Montrez Harrell, you can put Gasol at the 5 and play Montrez Harrell at the 4. You could put AD at the 5. Put Montrez Harrell in at the four, and I'm just saying that if you want him to get minutes and you want that energy, there's other ways that you could try to get Montrez Harrell in the game. The Lakers obviously didn't do that. Okay, let's uh, let's take a couple uh, quick phone calls here. We got a lot to get into, Laker fans. Let me uh, let me also pop up. I know that um, Anthony Davis already chatted. Um, let, let me actually let me play this from Anthony Davis. Let, let's get AD's initial response to this Lakers loss. This is about a minute clip and uh, it's Anthony Davis talking about this being a, a tough loss. That's
4: what we're fakes. I mean, we competed. We fought. um the end, it was just some mental mistakes that beat us. did have to foul. We that. Well, we got to foul that last one, the AC foul um The 10-second difference so they had to We down three, they had to shoot the ball, rebound, you know, one possession game. And then, uh, you know, the one we had to to stop, the block on Nurkish, fast break. Um, Maybe cool could have got the two, you know, down one. Um, When we are down three, you got the layup, and, you know, we've been down one, um, especially if we were struggling. But then again, I mean, good shooter. You know, it was a tough play in between. You know, a guy who shoots the shit off the ball, you know, didn't shoot it well tonight. Wide open look. Um, You know, it's a good shot. Layup, probably the right play, but, um, you know, we're living with him shooting
3: the ball. AD starts off the chat with It's a tough loss. No question about it. And I know. You know, he talks about the mental mistakes, the Caruso foul. I don't know what Caruso was doing, and Caruso's one of the smartest players on the floor every single time. He had about a um, 10-second advantage there, as in you don't need to foul, even if all you got to do is get one more stop and you're going to get the ball back down three, and you could kind of figure it out from there. Lakers ran the possession perfect. Caruso actually the possession before scored quick enough to give the Lakers that opportunity and then fouled. I, I didn't understand the foul. Obviously, that was a mental mistake by Alex Caruso, and there were other critical plays in the game where the Lakers uh, failed from that front. Your phone calls coming up next. Thank you for tuning in. I'll make sure to uh, grab as many phone calls as I can when we come back. Lakers lose to the Blazers 106-101. Pizza Lakers Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN.
0: Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets pizza. Better because it has to be.
3: McCollum into the front court. McCollum down the middle. Poked away by KCP. Nice play by
0: KCP. Gets the ball ahead to Kuzma. Behind his back. Down the middle. Finger roll. Good. Kuz brings the Lakers within 10. 34-24. First two points of the game for
3: Kyle Kuzma. Defensive play of the game is brought to you by Adriana's Insurance. Win and save on your auto insurance, and only Adriana's Insurance can guarantee it. We give you more options, unique offers, and exclusive opportunities to get the coverage you need at the best price. Visit SaveWithAdriana's.com today. Adriana's Insurance: more options, no contracts, just savings. Lakers lose to the Blazers, 106 to 101, the final score. All right, um, let's take uh, let's take some calls. Robert in Venice. Robert, appreciate you calling in,
0: bud. What's going on? Thanks, Alan. Great show. So, I mean, obviously, I mean, we're not in the position and the standings we wanted at the beginning of the season, but a couple of positives, because I really think LeBron and AD are able to get some well-needed rest, because I do think they both are sitting out longer than medically they needed to be to ensure that they're ready for a long playoff run, especially given the short offseason. And in a seven-game series, it comes down to the two stars. So, for example, if we play the Clippers... Mm-hmm. It's going to come down to whether LeBron and A.D. can outplay Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Now, the supporting cast, like Kuzma, who had a horrible game, can take that series from seven games to five. But in the end, it comes down to the two stars. So, yeah, not, not the finish we wanted tonight, and, and Kuz had a horrible game. But in the end, it comes down to how our stars match up against who we're playing. But I will say this. When THC comes back, he's got to take Kuz's minutes because I, I just don't trust Kuz right now.
3: Appreciate you calling in, Robert. Thank you. You know, it, one of the things I I want to kind of highlight here, the two stars against two stars and all that stuff. It just, you know, just just think about this. Lakers are. I don't want to simplify it, but I'm going to simplify it. If LBJ is healthy, if he can go, if he's got a, you know, if he's ready to go for a long playoff run. Um, we're not going to be talking about these games, period. We're not going to be talking about any of these games. We're also not going to be talking about the NBA standings. What we're going to be talking about is LeBron is healthy, and how the hell did a team with a number 2 seed or number 3 seed, whatever the case, have to play the Lakers in the first round? That's what we'll be talking about. So I hope you're right that the Lakers strategically are resting LeBron. I don't know if I fully believe that because I think if LeBron was healthy right now, he'd be playing these games, and he's not. So that part concerns me. We'll have to wait and see. Only five games left. Jeremiah in Sacramento. Jeremiah, thank you for calling in. What's going on, Jeremiah?
1: Um, my thing is like, like you said before, like the matchup you said with where you can put AB at the five and you know Harold at the four. Because I, I keep, I don't know, I keep saying like, you know, we need Harold's energy and, and stretches like that, especially mm-hmm. when the game speeds up. And I feel like he he would bring that. And also, I'm not too concerned because like tonight, I feel like we lacked a lot of like ball handling and like guard play with missing like Dennis Schroeder and T. S. and LeBron. Obviously, it only lost by five points, but they kept it pretty close without those guys. And I mean, and those guys they'll they'll probably bring extra points on the board. Like, and we would have probably beat them if we had those guys. I'm not too concerned, but I feel like they gotta find some type of rotation, some type of like chemistry going into the playoffs, so we don't be Practicing in the playoffs like
3: we're practicing right now in the regular season. Appreciate you calling in, man. Um, Jeremiah, that's the point that I'm trying to make. And I know, listen, I know not everybody's going to agree with me, but the point that I'm trying to make is look who they're missing and they're playing the Portland Trail Blazers. This is the most important game of the year for both teams. Blazers are at home. They know they just want to get the heck out of this playing tournament potential because they're not a lock. I mean, you would think they'd come out of the playing tournament, but they could lose two games in a row. They've been inconsistent all season. They just beat the Lakers by five without three key players and the best player in the world. So I think there's a lot that comes into it. On Montrez Harrell, I agree. There's a way to find him to get to, theres a way to find him um, to get him some minutes. Sometimes it's not just what a player does on the floor in regards to what his stat line is like or whatever the case is. Sometimes it's simply as, is there a guy that could come in and give you a certain type of energy that can kind of change the momentum of a game? Montrez Harrell has the potential of doing that every night. All right, let's go to another call. Steve in La Habra. Steve, appreciate you calling in. You're on the uh, Pizza Lakers Lakers postgame show. What's going on, Steve?
2: Hey, buddy. You know, accepting this loss like it's an okay loss, no, it's a loss. And the Lakers are now you know, pretty much going to be the play-in. And Usain and every other caller, like, if, if, if the Lakers had LeBron, if the Lakers had Schroeder, if the Lakers had Kareem or Wilt or Magic, they would have won this game. Guess what? They lost. And, and to say, well, we'll play Golden State or San Antonio. The Steve, Lakers but it's could lose. the reality. The Lakers could Steve, lose those Steve,
3: games. Steve, but it's the reality. I mean,
2: What but do you want me to tell is you? The the Lakers lost, and the Lakers are going to play in, and they could lose at any time. They could.
3: They could, like the and, room, and, if, and Steve, and Steve, if they lose in the play-in, then they don't deserve to be in the playoffs. I mean, that's the reality. So if, if you if the threat is the Lakers are going to go into the play-in tournament and they're going to lose to the Warriors and Memphis and get eliminated and and not make the playoffs, they don't deserve to be there. And the only way that happens, Steve, is yes, if this Lakers team is if LeBron's not healthy, this is all just a protocol. Uh, this is all just semantics until the season is over. So I, I don't want to I, – did I make excuses? I did make excuses about this loss. But I'm also being realistic of who's on the roster, what this team look like. When I did the postgame show against the Sacramento Kings and the Toronto Raptors and the Lakers lost those two games, I didn't make excuses about the injuries because it was irrelevant. The Lakers were good enough and should have won those games. Did we lose Steve? Is Steve done? Did we? No, I'm here. Okay. I'm sorry. No, no, right. no, but you're I, making I, I, I to like
2: like the Bulls. Or, you know, or the Celtics back in the 80s or the Lakers back in the 80s. They're, they're the cheap Portland Trailblazers. What happened to the, to the they're Lakers? A first
3: round like, right. they're, they're a first-round loss. You're right. They're a first-round loss.
2: Yeah, but what happened to the Lakers last night?
3: Clippers are not yeah. a first-round loss.
2: Right, well, but, but, the, but the Lakers, role players, bench players, it's a team sport. Yeah, like people say, well, if we have LeBron and AD, guess what? You're not in the bubble anymore. It's, it's, it's like going to be regular playoffs where you're traveling. And um, guess what? You know, the Lakers better all buck up. Like, Kuz, I mean, come on. Or Caruso, who does this guy think he is? I mean, like, he he was begging for a foul at the end of the game. Look at referees. I mean, believe.
3: Steve, I appreciate you calling in, and I will encourage any Laker fans out there that disagree with me, call in give me your reasons for it. I get what Steve is trying to say. I just disagree. It's as simple as that. 877-710-ESPN. I just disagree. I disagree with this notion of, um, they're supposed to walk into Portland tonight and this was supposed to be a guarantee win. Not going to happen. It's not. Portland is more desperate than the Lakers. They are. Lakers have lost eight of their last ten games. And I, I think, you know, when when I look at this team, the only concern I have is LBJ going to be there or not. And there's no way of determining that. There's five games left in the season. I'm not saying that these games don't matter. No, they do. And I just made the I made the point that for Michael Thompson, he had a great point of it's not do, you, it's not the actual games in the playing tournament that are the problem. You're right, Steve. You know what? They could lose two games in a row. Uh, Steph Curry can go off for forty-five points one night. Um, AD can get in foul trouble, and then the next night something can happen. I get that. But if the Lakers, if we're concerned about them losing in the playing tournament, why are we even talking about an NBA championship this year? It's health. That's it. That's the difference between. The Lakers having a shot and not having a shot. Uh Juan in Azusa. Juan, appreciate you calling in, bud. What's going on?
1: What's good, man? Thank you for calling yeah, in. Uh, what what'd I'm you think? what
3: do you think of tonight? I'm here
1: to jump on your back, bro. I think you're being too nice to, to particularly cool, okay. man. You started off the show saying you're not worried at all about him making what two out of eleven shots. We need more from that dude, bro. He's a champion now. He's out there jacking up shots. I'm listening to the uh game on the radio. Every shot. Kuz for a three, Kuz. Uh, in the lane, Kuz from the paint. No good. No good. No good. That guy's no good right now, man. We ignore from him and we need to hold him accountable. He's he's S in the bed, bro. I, I
3: Juan, I, I can't I can't defend Kuzma going two of and I appreciate you calling in, going two for eleven and going 0 for six from the three point line. When when Kuz finishes his interview and I have the clips to play on Kuzma, I'll play it. And I guarantee you Kuzma's gonna say right out the gate. Uh, yeah, I, I got to be better um, if I don't perform in a game like this. By the way, this is Kuzma's type of game. You don't have LeBron. You don't have THT. You don't have Dennis Schroeder. If Kuzma has a decent game, Lakers probably win this matchup. It's not a cop-out for Kuz. Um, Kuz does have to be better, and he has to be better in games like this because now they're depending on him where when LeBron James comes back, they won't be depending on him as much. So it's these games where Kuzma can shine. What did Kuzma have yesterday? Twenty-five, I think. Twenty-five against the Clippers. Okay, they still lost by twenty, so the game or whatever they lost by, so the game didn't mean as much. Tonight, Kuzma could have hit a couple shots, and the game could have changed. I will say there were a couple very frustrating plays. That tip in by Kuz was not offensive. Uh, offensive goaltending, and then. Just like that, Portland comes back and it's a three. The other end, Lakers had shots to win. There's, uh, there's no arguing that one. All right, let me, um, let let's do this. We're gonna go to break. When we come back, we'll take some more phone calls. I got all these. Uh, I got a, a lot of this uh, on our our social shows here. There's a ton of comments that I got to read, so I'm, I'll make sure to read those off as well. Appreciate everybody that's called in. We got a lot more coming. We'll also take a listen to Coach. For those that want to know why why Montrez Harold didn't play in tonight's game, I got the clip here, so we'll do that coming up next.
0: Must be 21-plus plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
3: 106-101 Blazers over the Lakers. Lakers now sitting in the uh, number seven spot in the Western Conference. Points in the Paint all season long is sponsored by Vista Paint. Right now, local residents can take 40% off on factory direct, high-quality Vista Paint products. A Vista Paint team member will show you how locally owned, manufactured, and operated since 1956. Vista Paint, 42-38 uh, Blazers over the Lakers Points in the paint. Let me read this one off on YouTube real quick. Um, Onai Chan. Lakers versus Suns in the first round is a lot better than Lakers versus a hot Clippers team. If by default that happens, I'm with you. I really am. Um I'll take uh, we were I was ranking this. I was doing this with uh Travis Rogers and I. We were doing our show and we were ranking the teams we'd like to play in the first round. Denver and Phoenix were my top two. I'd like to avoid Clippers and the Utah Jazz till a little bit later in the playoffs. I'd actually prefer seeing the Utah Jazz have to play the Clippers in that second—or, yeah, Utah and Clippers play each other in that second-round matchup. Um, this might happen by default, not by plan. Lakers are not sitting in seventh place because they're the seventh-best team in the Western Conference. The circumstances that the Lakers are in is why they're sitting in this position. All right, let's see what else we got here. Ray S. Kuzma was not a lottery pick. Can't expect greatness. Um, Kuzma had a bad night, Lake fans. I don't know what you guys want me to tell you. Elijah Watson on YouTube. Kuzma is not stepping up consistently. Um, Kuzma is. This is one of those games where Kuzma could have. He could have. He could have been the difference of a W versus an L. Uh, he could have. So I, I'm not going to defend it. It happens. Games like this happen. Actually, if you were listening to Michael Thompson on the broadcast, I can't tell you how many times during the broadcast Michael was telling John, Kuzma's going to hit his next shot. Give the ball to Kuz. Kuz. Set up this play for Kyle Kuzma. That's Michael Thompson, who obviously understands a player like Kuz. All it takes is one small, quick bucket, and everything can change. It didn't happen for Kuzma tonight. Okay, for Laker fans that are asking about Montrezl Harrell, why he didn't play, take a listen to uh, Coach uh, Frank Vogel talking about uh, Montrezl Harrell.
4: Yeah, he's got to, you know, just continue each game. The more he gets out there, uh, the more he's going to, you know, learn what we're asking him to do, learn our defensive team, our offensive system, um, learn his teammates, and um, you know, hopefully, he's growing uh, a little bit more each game. Uh, with Mark, you know, I just against Dean Willard and and two really big, uh, really big centers. And, um, you know, I just wanted to use Mark's defense also without, um, you know, without a primary playmaker uh, offensively. And there's two ways to go. You can play through Trez a lot, you know, roll into the basket. Uh, Mark sort of energizes the whole group with his passing. So, you know, impossible decisions, you know, could have been, uh, you know, the right choice here. Uh, we decided to go with Mark and he played great.
3: All right. So there's Coach. Uh, I don't think, you know, I, I mentioned the size part of it, right? So. They wanted Gasol and Drummond versus um, Yusuf Nurkic and his Cantor. It's all going to change come playoffs. I mean, Anthony Davis going to be playing a lot more five. You'll have ball handlers that can actually set up players better, and uh, and you'll see opportunities for Montrezl Harrell, but no minutes for Montrez tonight. All right, let's go to Ali in Irvine. Ali, thank you for calling in, bud. Go ahead.
1: Hey, how's it going? Good, man. Thank you. I keep hearing people saying that we're not concerned and we're not concerned. And this is basically the same rhetoric I heard in 2019 when LeBron got injured. We're not concerned. If he's going to come back. We're going to make the playoffs. LeBron came back and we missed the playoffs. Like when are Lakers fans going to get real and stop living in denial? We should be really concerned right now.
3: Ali Ali what what is concerning you that that LeBron is injured or that the Lakers are losing without LeBron?
1: The, well, both. And A injured and there's no continuity going into the playing series or potentially the playoffs. So we should be very concerned.
3: So I think Ali I I'm, let me let me help and I appreciate you calling in. I think there's something more to that. I don't think there I don't think Laker fans are not concerned. LeBron has played in how many games since he got injured on March twentieth? He's played in two games, and in the second game, he left in the fourth quarter. There's not a Laker fan that looks at that scenario and plays that out and says that they're not concerned. There's legitimate reason. We're not talking about a sixth bench player or role player. We're talking about still the best player in the world. There's concern in that. Where some Laker fans might not be concerned is they're thinking, Okay, well the Lakers are doing this strategically and LBJ is going to come back and everything will be fine. I'm not on that boat by the way. I I am I looked at LeBron coming back after 20 games and needing to um rest his ankle more after playing in two games. That definitely concerns me. So, until I see LeBron back on the floor, and he's doing post-game shows, he's saying, I feel good. Actually, you know what? Now I feel I needed that extra time off. I'm ready for this playoff run. Until you hear that from LeBron or you see it on the floor, I think it's pretty safe to say that you are concerned. As far as the play goes, if you're saying chemistry-wise, all this, all that stuff, yeah, Lakers will be at a disadvantage of that going into the playoffs, but it's not something they can help. They can't. I mean, um, the team's not playing bad or players are not playing because – they want that to be the scenario. This is just the cards that they were dealt so far this year. Um, let's see what else we got here. Gerald in Louisiana. Thank you for calling in, bud.
1: What's yeah, going on? I have something to say about mm-hmm. people that really say they like the Lakers, but they're concerned. This is not a pain thing. You got to look at it like this. Mm-hmm. The Lakers were shorthanded at night didn't have no ball handlers and didn't have as many turnovers. And they played one of the hottest teams in the Western Conference. Technically speaking, the way the West played with our run tonight. They look like the fifth best team in the West.
3: Tonight. Gerald, I appreciate you calling in. Appreciate you calling in. I listen, I'm uh, I, I think I, I thought I was the only one on this boat that thinking that this was actually not that bad of a loss, that the Lakers had a chance and A D. Look, we saw some Anthony Davis. By the way, the AD part of this, this is. Lakers got another game coming up on Sunday. What was AD's stat line? Let me read off AD's stat line 36 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists, 12 of 23. Improve on the free throws. Got to hit more of your free throws. When I'm doing the post game show on Sunday, there's no reason why I'm not saying the same thing. There's no reason why I'm not saying uh, AD went off for almost 40, 14 rebounds. This. That's how AD's got to be every single night until LeBron comes back. When LeBron comes back, that will change just a little bit. So, the Anthony Davis part, um, I think that's you know obviously a main one. But we gotta we gotta keep it coming. All right, uh, a couple more quick phone calls here. Uh, let's go to let's go to Solomon and Lake Balboa. Solomon, thank you for calling in, bud.
1: Thanks, Alan. I'm not one real happy Laker fan tonight. I'm more, as Steve called earlier, I'm more in his camp. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, teams have superstars. When you meet another team that's got superstars that are about as equal as you, it's kind of a wash. Then how are your complementary players going to play? I wasn't real thrilled what I saw tonight, except for maybe Caruso.
3: And KCP, uh, too. Mm -hmm.
1: And KCP, yeah. Um, and, and and no no one ever better dare, dare say a word about AD not taking over tonight because he did because he took that team on his back and it would have been nice if players could have helped him and specifically I'm sorry Kyle Kuzma you got to earn your money man and, and, and let me, have let, me let me let me say tonight. this
3: Solomon let me say this too Andre Drummond should have sure. had a better night you know he should have had if if Drummond could have gave the Lakers. Twelve points. Uh, if Kuzma could have gave the Lakers twelve points, we're not having this conversation, right? And and that's very doable. That's not asking too much. And I appreciate you calling in. That's not asking too much from those two players. That's what they should be doing on a night at night out, uh, night out basis. They didn't do it tonight. Okay, a couple more quick ones. Ace in Illinois. Ace, thank you for calling in, bud. Hey, how you doing, Alan? Good, man. Thank you.
1: You know, I just wanted to I just wanted to chime in real quick, Alan. I just wanted to say that. I think this year's Lakers team, man, I, I really, really, truly believe that the loss of McGee, Dwight Howard, and Rondo is a killer. I gotta be honest with you, Alan. Mm-hmm. We have to I really think we we have to stop acting like we can just throw LeBron James in the lineup and it's gonna be you know what I mean, like it's gonna be heaven. I just I just don't see it this year, Alan. And I'm just I just gotta be honest with you, but I just wanna know what your thoughts are on that. I think I'm just not
3: seeing a championship-caliber team. So, Ace, uh, thank you for calling in, all right? Thank you for calling in. You could be right, but I don't have the answer for you until we get to the playoffs and we see what Dennis Schroeder is doing in playoff situations, what Montrez Harrell is doing in playoff situations, what Andre Drummond is doing in playoff situations. So I, I can't – you know, I, I get what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. You had veterans last year that have been there, they've done it. They were big pieces to how you won an NBA championship. No question about it. Rondo, JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, Danny Green. Until we get to the playoffs, I'm not sure if, you know, obviously those changes were the right changes. Lakers are more talented, but they got less vets. But one thing you said, Ace, and then we got to go to break here. um, You mentioned that I'm not sure if LeBron James is just going to come in and change everything. Think about the caliber player that you're talking about. We're talking LeBron James. Yes, he can come in and change everything. It's LBJ. We'll have to wait and see. Lakers lose to the Blazers 106-101. If you want to be a part of the Pizza Lakers postgame show, hit us up, 877-710-ESPN. Stay right here. Lakers, or uh, almost said Lakers talk. Uh, Lakers postgame show on 710
0: ESPN. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal.
3: Only five games left, Laker fans. That's it. Five games left in the regular season, and they'll probably get a little bonus action because look like looks like the Lakers will be in this playing tournament. Uh, 106-101, Lakers lose to the Blazers. Uh quick shout-out here. Thanks to Core Seltzer. You can now stream the show on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook Live. We're streaming right now as we speak. Appreciate all the comments that are coming in, by the way. Core Seltzer, Rocky Mountain refreshment now in a hard seltzer. And check this out. Every 12-pack purchased. Refreshes our rivers with 500 gallons of water. Now that's refreshing. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company brewed in Fort Worth, Texas. Details at CoorsSeltzer.com. Let me read off actually a couple comments here on the stream. Howard Hill on YouTube. We got to get LBJ back at at least 90%. I I don't uh, don't question that at all. Um, You know, there's one thing I will say here is you look at the rest of the schedule for the Lakers. Phoenix coming up on Sunday. Uh, Phoenix has a lot to play for. You know what Phoenix has to play for? Avoid Lakers in the first round. Isn't that kind of interesting? If the Lakers end up in the seventh seed, the Phoenix Suns are going to do everything they possibly can not to be in the seventh seed. Or I'm sorry, in the number two seed. So Utah's 49 and 18. Phoenix is 48 and 19. Um, So there is a one game lead that the Jazz have on the sun. So that game against that game for Phoenix on Sunday is very important. You don't want to be number 2 when the Lakers are sitting at number 7. Um I've said this before and I I've, I've seen a couple different comments on this in a weird way. If the Lakers do end up at the at the 7th seed and you don't have to play the Clippers or the Utah Jazz in those um in those first two rounds now Clippers would have to fall back to four there's there's a lot of things that would have to go on but if you can avoid that if that is possible uh, I know Denver lost their last game I'll take Phoenix Suns in the first round I mean I actually to be honest with you you're gonna eventually have to play these other teams but it would be nice to have a little bit of ramp up so you got the Phoenix Suns on um, on Sunday New York coming up on Tuesday. Knicks, by the way, if you look at the standings, they still have something to play for. They are sitting in third or fourth place in the Eastern Conference. They're up half a game on the Atlanta Hawks, so th- these are important games for them. So I'm just using all these games as these uh, teams as an example, and then after that, Houston, Indiana, New Orleans, Indiana, the only one with something to play for. They're uh, trying to compete for that um, playing tournament in the Eastern Conference. So that's what we got left, Laker fans. Uh, let's go to. Let's go to Sonny in Inglewood. What's going on, Sonny?
1: Alan, how are you doing? Good, man. Um, Thank you. I want to talk about Andre Drummond. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to talk about him today and overall. We acquired Drummond to come in and be a defensive presence. Mm -hmm. Um, I've seen him on numerous lapses, be totally out of place, lost. Um, He fouled out today with four points. I feel like the effort was there from the team as a whole, including him. But he's just not a factor to me. He has no impact um i just feel like he's still lost in the system and he's giving people are losing minutes to compensate for him being on the team and i think it was a failure on uh management's part and we all were excited to get him but i think it wasn't a good idea and i think we all need to accept the fact that that was a a blown call
3: appreciate uh thank you for calling in sonny um Oh, Laker fans are going to hate when I say this. How many times am I going to use the same excuse over and over again? You know, when Andre Drummond came in uh, to the Lakers, I talked about how I was excited to see him come to the Lakers because not just specifically him, but because AD and LeBron are already on the team. If you're trying to lead a franchise and it's Andre Drummond's your foundation, you're not going to go very far. And I don't mean that to be disrespectful to Andre Drummond. It's just the reality. But if you got Anthony Davis and LeBron James and LBJ kind of quarterbacking things, Drummond's going to feast because of them. He has not got that opportunity yet. Uh, but, he, but he's got to be better. I already said it. You know, I said if Kuzma and Drummond could have each had 10 or 12 points, just each, both those guys just have 10 points tonight, Lakers win this game against the Blazers. And I'm with you. I get it. I mean, I, I've watched Andre Drummond so far with the Lakers, and it's not like I'm, you know, walking back after a game and saying, do you see Andre Drummond? Oh my gosh, this guy's unbelievable. Now he'll have games where he can put up 15 plus rebounds and you don't even realize it, but it's just so casual for him. Uh, but yes, he does have to, does have to be better, but let's, let's wait till LeBron comes back and see if, uh, he becomes a different player as well. All right. Final call tonight. the night. Appreciate all the calls we lined up. I mean, Nothing better than doing a post-game show and talking to Laker fans. Hopefully, uh, you guys obviously uh, want to get your opinion out, so we'll, we'll let you voice your opinion. Aaron in Pasadena. Aaron, thank you for calling in. What's going on, Aaron?
1: Hey, what's going on? I think it's just a lot of frustration because the team that we have on the floor tonight was good enough to beat that Portland team. you know, And the expectation should have been there to beat them tonight. So that's where the frustration is coming from from the Laker fans. It's not that it wasn't a good effort or a valiant effort. We just expect to win those type of games, you know. And the players and the coaching staff can't say it, but the officiating was horrible tonight. You know, earlier in the game, Vogel had to um, appeal a call that was clearly a non-foul call, and we lost our we lost our appeal later in the game. Yep, that could have changed the game. Yeah, we could have used it later in the game because there were some calls down the stretch that were just absolutely horrible and just butcher. You know, it's funny. You know, you it's know, funny, you know
3: it's funny. Aaron is, um, and I, we, we're coming into a close here, so I, I got to cut you off. But thank you for calling in. All right. So one one of the things that uh, Michael always says it during the game: don't use your challenge in the first half. No, no, save it for later in the game. Sometimes I disagree with it because I, I think there could be a momentum shift or it could be a big play or maybe it's a it's a it's a three-point play and it shouldn't happen. Maybe you're just trying to stop momentum from another team, whatever the case is. Lakers use the challenge. Clearly not a foul. They freaking go back, look at the replay, and nothing changes, and it's still not a foul. Why Why even have the replay? I don't understand. But that, you know, you're right. That could have potentially cost the Lakers a game for losing that challenge because there were other key plays in the fourth quarter where – You needed that challenge in your back pocket, but it was gone. Um, The refs did not have their best night tonight. You know how I know that? Because we're talking about them in the postgame show. The refs have good nights when you just don't say anything about the refs. There's just nothing to talk about. They did their job. Day is over, and you call it a day. Um, When you say that the Lakers, they should have won this game, they should have won. They could have won. I don't think they should have won. I think they could have won. Couple possessions here or there. Lakers kept fighting all the way through, even went down by ten with a few minutes left and kept kind of chipping their way back, got within one possession, couple mental errors, couple bad plays by the refs, but it is what it is. Lakers lost the game. This is how it works in a seventy-two game grind. Um but I, I still kind of I'll end the postgame show off with this. I'm still optimistic about the Lakers. I'm not as angry about this loss as probably other Lakers fans are. It's a close game against a Blazers team that was completely healthy. No Dennis Schroeder, no LeBron James, no THT. We'll take our chances when we're healthy. The big question is going to be, when will the Lakers be healthy? Do they have enough time to be healthy? All right, Lakers lose 106-101. Next game uh, coming up this Sunday. Doesn't get any easier. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, the Phoenix Suns. Pre-game coverage on uh, 7-10 will start at 5-30. So me and Michael will start at 5-30. Uh, tip-off is set for 7 p.m., um, thank you to Laura Roma Lopez. Thank you to Carlos Saisu. Thank you to Jesse Lopez. Thank you to Rebecca Womble. Appreciate everybody that called in. Everybody on the uh, the social shows as well. Um, back with you guys on Sunday, tomorrow morning, starting at 7 a.m., Dr. Clapper, the weekend warrior. This has been uh, the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN.